Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. It's Dr. Stephanie Fine here with Weight Loss for Fertility, and this is coming out right before Christmas. So we are right in the holiday season. And if you're listening to it in real time, it's the Tuesday before likely you're traveling if you're going to travel for the holiday. So we're going to be talking about holiday travel. (laughs) What timing, huh? It can be so stressful. So you've hopefully listened to the holiday episodes. I so believe in the holiday being a special time for weight loss. What makes it exciting for me as someone who's helping you is that it is an opportunity for so much learning. It's like miracle Grow, because there are compressed opportunities. There's more emotions. There are more outings. There are more treats. There are more, it's more everything. So we just get to practice, practice, practice all the things we're learning here. And that practice helps build the neuro pathways, the new ones that we're working on. So it's such a beautiful time to capitalize on this. And so I'm always here for you in the holidays. I just think it's such a such a beautiful time for this. So I'm hoping you're listening and you're engaged in this. When you're losing weight, you can do it during the holidays. It's totally possible. And I'm here to help you and support you. So hopefully you listen to the primer. There's some really good stuff in there, including feelings, how to process feelings, what to do with feelings, because they come up. And we're going to be talking about them here too. But episode seven is particularly good for the basics of how to deal with feelings during the holidays. Again, because the holidays is a compressed time when this comes up. And especially for anyone trying to conceive, this can be a a fraught time. So allowing your emotions and what to do with them go listen to episode seven. So the ho- what we're talking about today is holiday travel. It all melds together, right? Because we're talking about family, we're talking about the food. And holiday travel to me is different. Now, you may be just going with your partner off to you know Mexico and laying on the beach. Bless you, how fun. And then that's like summer travel. But a lot of us are doing the travel to be with family or family is coming to us. And that makes it very different than like a summer trip. So let's talk about that. One of my very favorite stories in just in general, this this concept, I don't even remember when I heard about it, but it's about a man who studied at the top of a mountain with a guru for five years. Okay, so he's wanting to become enlightened and he's meditating and doing all that stuff at the top of the mountain with the guru with the beard. And this man was at peace and he felt ready to graduate. So he went to his guru asking for the guru's blessing and the guru acknowledged his long, sincere work. And for his final test, he said, now go spend a week with your parents. Because 
On the mountaintop, you can be nice and, and peaceful, but try that with your parents pushing all your buttons and let's see if you're enlightened there. <laughs> now, hopefully our man at the top of the mountain was. He, he really could sort of process all his emotions and he was understanding and accepting of his family and the way they would be. The bottom line on that one is they're not going to be any different than they always are. So then we get to prepare ourselves to interact with them, knowing full well they're not going to be any different than they are, which might mean limiting our exposure or or being out in public more often than being alone or, you know, I mean, there's lots of different ways of, of thinking about this, but I love the idea of acknowledging to ourselves that nothing will be different and then how are we going to act based on that piece of information. That's a little digression because <laughs> we are going to be talking about if you're, let's say, traveling home, home meaning the place you grew up or at least with the people that you grew up with. Okay, doing that, remember, just like the man with the guru, the family is a place where your buttons can be pressed. And so it makes emotions run high, which makes us feel really desperate for relief, of course, because if we're feeling so uncomfortable, we want some relief from that. And that can have us running to the kitchen. And then during the holidays, there's a lot more in the kitchen. So our favorite foods may have been made, they may have been bought, things you never have during the year, holiday treats are everywhere. It's just the combo of increased emotions and increased availability of goodies can feel like a time bomb just ticking away in the background. If you've been losing weight, the last thing you want to do is gain it back. And if you're not prepared for this, it, it just can happen so easily. But you, my friend, will be prepared because you're listening to this podcast. So prepared is actually the magic word, prepared, okay? And we talked a little bit about that in terms of understanding where you're going and accepting the fact that no one's going to be different. That's one form of preparation is getting your brain ready for that. There's another one is preparing answers to questions, so if you know people are going to be asking you questions, you know Aunt Nancy never leaves you alone or your brother or whatever, have an answer ready. Certainly it does not have to be the the direct answer to the question. One of my favorite answers, someone told me about that she was losing weight, but she didn't want to talk about that to people. So if someone asked they said, you know, oh, are you losing weight? And she'd say, I'm on my way. And to her, it was such a perfect answer because she said, I could be on my way to the ice cream store. I could be on my way to, you know, to weight loss. It was vague enough and sort of answered enough that it satisfied. Who knows if it satisfied the person, but it doesn't matter because that was the answer. I'm on my way. So if you have an answer, something like that, if you don't want to answer directly, um, which many people don't, and, and it's, you get to decide who knows your information always. It can feel uncomfortable, but you really get to decide that for yourself. You don't owe anyone anything. 
And so you can answer a a question with something vague that feels fine to you. And if you prepare it ahead of time, oh my goodness, then it can just roll off the tongue. You can just practice, practice, practice. So that's another example of being prepared. But here we're going to talk about three ways to plan. Because when you're prepared, you're not leaving your goals, your health, your new behaviors to chance. That's what we don't want. We don't want to just go there and let's see what happens because we actually, we know what happens. We can guarantee that emotions will be high and availability of other things will be also high. So let's give ourselves a fighting chance. If you want to continue to lose weight or stay the same during the holidays. Now, remember that also is in the holiday primer about deciding whether you want to lose, gain, or stay the same. That's an important decision. And once you make that decision, we're going to talk here about how to support you in that decision. Because the your default behavior is well-grooved in your brain right? When you walk in that door and go into your bedroom with the posters and the whatever, you know, that used to be there, your brain remembers that and it will do its old behaviors, but we're working on new ones. And so we need to support the new ones. And that's why we're going to be prepared and we're going to plan. Okay. So I have three ways to plan and they build on each other. The first one is to visualize. This is so important. There's study after study showing that visualization really works. And it actually, I mean, these studies are so fascinating. They have studies that show that people who visualize practicing piano or visualize like throwing a baseball or some, a sports muscle activity, that the muscle actually grows and the uh, piano pattern actually sticks just from using your own brain to visualize these things. The brain is amazing. So that's why I know, besides the fact that I can feel it myself, that visualizing ahead of time is so helpful. It primes the brain. The brain is more likely to do the things you visualize than not. And visualization, it's just thinking ahead. <laughs> but I but I actually do want you to spend five minutes. This is literally five minutes. I'm not saying five minutes and it's really 20 minutes. I'm just saying it's a short time. No, it's five minutes, maybe less, depending how long your trip is. But you're sitting down actually with pen and paper next to you if to get the full effect of this. And you're literally closing your eyes and visualizing everything from leaving your home to whatever transportation, trains, planes, automobiles, to arriving where you're staying, the meals that you're going to have, just visualizing them. And you may not know exactly, but you likely have a really good idea. And if, you've re- if you're if you realizing that you have no idea, well, that's good information to know because maybe you can find out. So when you're visualizing all this, you're sort of tripping your brain to remember things. You're, you're signaling it to remember things because as you walk into the kitchen in your home that you grew up in, you're like, oh, there's definitely going to be C's candy there. 
for sure. Okay, I'm going to make a decision about what I want to do with that. And, oh, we're definitely going to go to this particular restaurant. Okay, well, I know what I'm going to order. Perfect. Do you see that? That's the visualization I'm talking about. That took, I don't know, three seconds, maybe five for both of them. This is the kind of thing you're doing because you're both priming your brain and you're looking for places that you can make decisions for yourself that if you hadn't thought about it ahead of time, you likely would have gone on to default. But now that you're thinking about ahead of time, you can make a different sort of powerful decision, powerful meaning a conscious decision for your goals. Okay. So you're visualizing and you're going through the trip. As you're doing this, you're going to jot down any of the things that occur to you. Like, you know, you could write Seas Candy or Mario's Restaurant so that you're remembering the things that you're going to make decisions about. You also might visualize interactions with people. This is where coming up with an answer that you like you can practice in your brain saying this. You can practice seeing Aunt Nancy come up to you, asking an invasive question, and then giving her a smile and your pat answer, and then moving along. When we're prepared, it's we we're, it's so much easier to do, so much easier. So this visualization, this going through the motions. Now, I love doing this ahead of time, like now. So today is before you might be traveling for the holidays, but you can do this anytime. You can do this each morning before the day. You can, and in fact, in general, I love visualizing meals. So when we plan for our meals at the beginning of the day, this is what we're doing. We're priming our brain. This is just sort of, you know, high octane. This is this is why I love the holidays because there's so much more involved, including emotions. So we're visualizing. And as we're visualizing, we're remembering things and we're looking at areas where we want to make decisions. Jot those down. So number two is discuss. So you've jotted some things down. You've jogged your memory for things that you may be interested in doing or people you want to see. And I want you to discuss this sort of with yourself if you're writing it down. So you're just, you're figuring it all out and then see if there's anything you have to discuss with anyone else. Maybe the people you're staying with, you want to discuss that you want to bring your breakfast or do they have a Instapot or, you know, anything like that. You may want to jot down that you're bringing your water bottle. So you're going to discuss, I like to have purified water or if they do things in a way that you prefer a different way. Can you have a discussion about that? Can you bring your own? So discussions are an important piece of this. The discussion can just be with your partner, whoever you're traveling with. I want to go to this restaurant instead of this one. So will you have my back? Is that okay with you? Any discussions you need to have, have them it will make things so much easier. Now, sometimes this can be about boundaries and this can be a little sticky. Like I I don't want to discuss a certain topic, so I'm going to call mom and ask her not to. You certainly can do that. And if that works, amazing. So often it does not work. So, I mean, you know your family. So sometimes you could be like, look, mom, 
don't tell Sarah about this. I just don't want to deal with it. And, and mom's like, no problem. Amazing. And you've just averted this whole thing. But often it's a discussion with ourselves. And that's so important. It's understanding what may happen and having our contingency plans for ourselves. So having a discussion with yourself, with your partner, with the person you're staying with, maybe arranging for travel, you know, have whatever discussions you need to have ahead of time to make it easier for yourself. That was number two. Number three is pack. So we've visualized, we've had any discussions we've needed to have, and now we're packing up. What I love about this is just pack everything you need. So so now you've visualized it and you've, you have a list. Oh, it will make it so much easier if I have my weighted blanket. Oh, I'll feel so much better if I have my water bottle. Oh, I definitely want to bring my hiking shoes because I'm going to go on that walk, like this sort of thing. Once you visualize and you see, then you can know the things that you want to bring to make it easier on yourself and potentially everyone else for you to follow through with what you've decided for yourself. This is so important. Also, this is where you can um, bring the things that are on your comfort list. So comfort list episode is 10, episode 10. A comfort list is such an important thing when we're learning how to cope with big emotions without food. So we're changing our coping mechanism from food when we're upset to something else that brings us comfort. And you've created a list for yourself and you can bring those things with you. So if it's a puzzle, if it's you know something on your phone, likely you'll have it with you, but it's remembering Maybe it's a candle, a certain scent. Maybe it's a, you know, a bubble bath or something like that. When you're thinking this through, then you're able to have this list of packing the things that you want to bring. And it could be that you just in your discussion, like the Instapot or whatever, just making sure that the other person has it. You're just setting yourself up for success. Also under pack, I have planning for the travel days. Travel days can be so long. And I always love the idea of bringing food with you. Now, if you're on an airplane, it gets a little trickier. I cannot understand if you can bring food or not. I still don't understand that. But you certainly can prepare yourself for what I'm going to get once I get past the gate. When am I going to eat? Am I going to eat on the plane? Am I going to bring something? Am you know? Am I going to eat right after? Like planning for the travel days in terms of food, I think is so important. This is the way to be prepared for holiday travel. Visualize, discuss, and bring. When you do those three things, you make your holiday travel so much easier and it fits with your weight loss plan. That's what we're looking for. We want you to have ease as much as you can around the holidays and continue your success in losing weight because it could be such a bummer to have lost weight and then you go on one holiday family trip and boom, it's over. Now, if that's the case, you certainly can go right back to the things that were working for you, but it's so nice to not have to start from ground zero to continue with your success through it. And one of the ways to do that 
is this plan. Visualize, discuss, bring. You've got this, my friend. You can have a beautiful, beautiful holiday with loved ones looking for all the joy and special moments that have nothing to do with food. The weather may be crisp. You may be able to walk with your niece. You could give grandma a hug. There are so many wonderful things to focus on separate from the food. And there's also food. (laughs) So planning on what you're going to enjoy and really enjoy them is a way to help you have a wonderful holiday and continue to lose weight too. I'm sending you so much love. Have a fantastic, fantastic holiday. And I will be here next week. Hopefully you will too. Sending you so much love. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous.